Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. So tonight's going to be an interesting night, just giving you a heads up, just everyone, just like a warning, it's heads up, it's going to be a Holy Ghost night. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I really don't know what's gonna happen. I have notes and everything like that, but I, I'm st- I'm studying. I'm in the Word, especially these last couple weeks, and there's so much in my spirit, and I'm I'm like, you know, I'm at a loss. Like, all right, Holy Ghost, I'm just gonna go and and then feel free to take me down a rabbit hole and and see what happens. Is everyone good with that? All right, I'm gonna pray real quick. Father, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence right now. Holy. Holy Spirit, I pray right now that this meeting, this, this meeting right here, right now, it will have lasting, lasting effects. Father, I thank you that everyone that's come here, Lord, is hungry and thirsty for you. I pray, Father God, for a, a special breakthrough anointing for them, Lord. Father, there are situations that they're going through, their experiences that they experience. Father, I thank you that they grow from it. They're never in a position of defeat, but they're in a, they're in a position of blessings and overflow. And Lord, I pray that as I give you, as I administrate your word, that it hits their heart. I pray they learn something. I pray they grow. And Lord, I thank you for your anointing right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know what night it is. But I mean, they all kind of like feel one big long meeting, praise God. <laughs> 22, we're on 22. Wow, 22. Praise God. I'm going to start with a quote. So check this out. <clears throat> First time you all hear me preach, I preach very, I, I preach from my heart. I preach from my spirit. You know, uh, that's something that the Lord just, you know, I could have all my notes and I could have all my things, but I, I just may take a left turn and we'll see where it goes. Praise God. But, you know, I might be talking about one thing, then I go to another thing. So each and every person receives something. Amen. Revival is not men getting together to discuss ideas of what revival could be and praying God sends revival. Revival is when men cry out to God with boldness to get empowered to preach the gospel everywhere with miracles and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, I want to encourage everybody. You know, we are doing soul winning every, every Saturday. But don't let the soul winning on Saturday stop. Do it all week. Do it every day. This is how it happens. And, then, and, and actually, you know, you pray for somebody and, and then they get touched. And then you say, hey, my church is having revival meetings. Why don't you come? Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm going to read this scripture too. I'm just going to put a couple of scriptures out there. And then we're going to pray. And then I don't think it's going to be a long night because in my spirit, this is not like a, you know, a regular typical meeting. Everyone here is believers. You know, everyone here is word of faith. Everyone, everyone here is putting in a, you know, an impression on the Holy Ghost. So what does that tell me? That tells me I don't need to preach, preach long. I just need to just keep talking about the Holy Ghost. And he comes and he touches his people, you know. And so right now, even as I'm preaching right now, I want you to have an expectation on what you want, what you desire. 
And if you don't, if you don't have that, get it. You shouldn't just come in every single meeting and just, and just say, well, I, I'm, I'm just here just to be here. I, I like to see revival. It's not about seeing revival. It's about being revived. Amen? Being revived, stirring, stirring in something in your spirit that you could, that you could take with you. You know? <laughs> I hear the notes coming out. Praise God. <laughs> I feel the presence of God. It's, Amen? Pastor Kathy says, Mike, when you're preaching, don't go fast. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go slow. So I'm, I'm paid, I don't know, I'm just pacing. Maybe I'll just sit on the third row over there and just, yeah, <laughs> pull, pull a Josh Radford if he's watching. Thanks for everyone watching online. I forgot, we're online, right? We're live? Praise God. We got people watching me. Shout out to my mom because I know she's watching. My grandma, Mima, God bless you. I know you're all watching. She's going to tell me, hey, you're preaching really good or you're preaching really bad. There's no in between. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 2.4 says, My message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speech, speeches, I rely only on the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why I keep things simple. I keep things real and simple. What you see is what you get. Amen? But it's up to everyone to put, to put a demand on the anointing. That's how we see this stuff. That's how we see miracles. That's how we leave change. Change never just happens on the outside appearance. It always starts on the inside. The moment somebody gets born again, they pray to receive Jesus. You invite Jesus into your heart. Your heart's in the inside of your body. And then from them pursuing Jesus... That's where you see an external change. I'm still, I'm still externally changing. Amen? Who's externally changing? Who's, who's always hungry? You know, that's how you always grow because I, I talk to a lot of believers and they're always asking for prayer. But at what point do you stop asking for prayer and, and change your, your vocabulary, change what you're saying, change your, say, change your speech and say, hey, brother, stand with me on something? Or when is somebody asking you for prayer? You follow what I'm saying? During these 50 days, I, my, my, my prayer for everyone is to grow. It's to grow. I, I, you know, and it's okay because we all grow. We all have baby steps to take. You know, we work our faith out and everything. But we should want to grow mature Christians. Amen? Does that sound good? Listen, if you like anything I say, just amen, hallelujah, call out my name, do something. This way I like to interact with people. I like, I like to deal with people smiling. Let me see your teeth. Good smiles. Amen. <laughs> if you're falling asleep on me, that's cool too. Just fall asleep. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> amen. Are you ready for this? Amen. Hallelujah. Three things every believer should contend for. If you're taking notes, this is what I'm going to hit on. The Lord gave me that title. He dropped it in my spirit during worship. Three things every believer should contend for. Amen? <laughs> Man, it's, it feels good up here. I don't know about y'all. It's just, I'm just getting things from the Holy Ghost right now. I'm just burning time. I mean, it's just really good. Praise the Lord. Number one thing. <laughs> Number one, never get to a place 
where you feel you have arrived. Never get to the place where you feel you have arrived. You know, I actually asked my wife to cut the live stream um, right before I started, and she gave me the look. She's like, no, we can't. You know, I might ask her again when, I, when we're going to we'll do some ministering and we pray for people. Because if anybody's watching right now, if you're in driving distance, come to these meetings. Honestly, if you're in six hours driving distance, get in the car and come. There's, no, there's nothing you can do to replace the, the presence of the Holy Ghost. Someone's saying, oh, well, I can, I can feel the presence, but it's different. It's way different. I tried listening to sermons. I do, I, and I receive. But when you're with a bunch of loud, Holy Ghost, drunk, <laughs> drunk, I said drunk, <laughs> Holy Ghost people, there's a difference. Hallelujah. Praise God. That, that just, that's for somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> See, we all family here. That's why I said I feel like this is like an upper room meeting. Like we all know each other. We're like faith. Hallelujah. We're just pulling on the anointing. Who, who wants more of the anointing right now? Hallelujah. Who just wants, who's just hungry for the anointing right now? I want to change. Who could say, Mike, I want to change. I want to change. I want more growth. I'm hungry. I want more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus, rabando, kombra, manda, rida, zo, shimbro, makata. Hallelujah. You know, anybody that doesn't want to change, I would be very careful to keep them around me. Because people that don't want to change, they, they want to be spectators. And spectators are typically people, get this, spectators are typically people that just want to like nag and complain and, 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 and actually talk down. You know why? Because what happens is they always wanted to do the same thing that they're watching, and they never did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. If we, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is, I, I didn't write that down. <laughs> never get to the place where you feel you have arrived. Why is it, young, we ask younger people, when you grow up, what do you want to do? And then they give us a nice answer and everything. Why, why are the older generation, you might feel when someone was to ask you, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? How come we don't ask older people that? Right? I'm, I'm, I'm like praying and I'm talking to the Lord like that. I'm like, Lord, why don't we do that? And then what it is, is the older people has go, have gone through and they've experienced life. And so circumstances change. So their vision that they first had Right? It's changed due to circumstances. Get this. I'm going to do this really simple, y'all. Really simple. <laughs> I say y'all. <laughs> That's what Pastor Kathy said. <laughs> Who told you to stop pursuing your dreams? Who told you to stop pursuing what God's called you to do? Who said, oh, you know, due to a circumstance, something happened, and you can no longer do what God's called you to do? Right? Maybe someone, maybe somebody got a, into a car wreck or, or you know, they, they lost their license. Well, I can't go to church anymore, so that's why I don't go to church anymore. Something, something ridiculous. You, you think about it. Right? But who told you that? Right? Making sense? Am I going somewhere? Amen? Hallelujah. Life is full of experience. Some good, some great, some sad. Just because something goes wrong 
doesn't go your way, you make a bad decision, doesn't mean you have to quit or give up. I'm going to give you, I like to talk about my life. Amen. Is that okay, y'all? So a couple years ago, my father went home to go see the Lord, and I was in Bible school, right? I'm in Bible school, and I'm, I'm pressing in my father. I was going back and forth to, to New York, and I uh, decided to, I talked to the pastoral staff and said, hey, I'm going to do some school online or whatever, and my father was ill. So uh, they said, okay, yeah, no problem, you know? And so my father actually was able to pray with my father. My father was was a great man of God. He served on my church board. You know, I believe he flew in the, he was flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, didn't even realize it. Very generous, very loving, very giving. My father gave, you name it, he loved to give it. Amen. Just, he would just give things just because he just, he, he loved it. Amen. Loved to eat, loved food, loved family, imparted some really good things in my life. So my father passes away, okay? And this is like a real, if anybody wants to talk about real stories, this is a real story. And... What happens is I'm bombarded with my feelings and family members. Hey, you know, your mom needs you right now. And it would be a good idea if you, you don't go back to school. Okay. So, so now people are, are asking me, telling me they, what I should do. You know, you, you have to pray about every decision you make. But you also have to remember what God's called you to do. Life will happen and circumstances may change. Things will happen in your life. We, all, we have all been through something. Amen. We've all been through a crisis in our life. Maybe we lost a loved one. Maybe something drastic happened. And now you're in a fork road. What do I do? Go, go to your original plan and keep pressing in. I felt the Lord speak to me. I spoke to my mother. Actual fact, on the, the, when my father went home to be with the Lord and we had the, the services and the funeral, you know, all my brothers spoke about him. I spoke about him. I gave, I gave a salvation message. Amen. My brother spoke about my, my father's business legacy. My other brother spoke about his church legacy. And I spoke about my fa- the insurance that my father had because he loved Jesus. He accepted him into his heart. People gave their heart to the Lord. It's a celebration. Amen. Someone's maybe thinking, well, why didn't you pray for him to come back? Listen, if once I get to heaven, who would want to come back to this earth? Do you know what I'm saying? You know, not to say that it won't, it's impossible to happen, but I'm just being realistic, you know. Amen. Hallelujah. Never get to the place where you feel you've arrived. So I go back to school. I press in. I just, I get more hungry for God. You know, the, the enemy just stole my father. My, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So now I'm even, I, I have spiritual anger, right? I'm focused even more. I'm focused so much. I, I meet my, my wife, Sarah, and we fall in love and we get married and, and that's, that's the end of that story, amen? But I'm saying this. I'm saying something real right now. Because don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. You st- who told you you were old? Who told you just because you have kids, you have to stop the call of God on your life? Who told you that it's over for you? Who said, oh, who, why, were, why were you told, we'll just let somebody else do it? What's wrong with you? You got the Holy Ghost. You have the Spirit of Christ inside of you. Hallelujah. I want to encourage people today. I want to encourage you today. Don't stop pursuing the things of God. Just because circumstances change, go back to your first love. Go back to the first time where you saw God. Go back to the place where, where God, you heard from God. A lot of people ask for God's direction. Oh, what do I do? Uh, I'm so curious on what God t- t- was telling me to do. I need a word from the Lord. Go back to the last thing he told you to do and make sure you've done it. Make sure it was done with excellence. Don't just get by. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was point number one. Never get to the place that you've robbed. I hope none, that's none of us here. Because we're here in 50 days of revival, 50 days of fire, and you have to allow the Holy Ghost to do a work in you. Before we end, we're going to pray. We're, we're going to do something different. I, I just feel in my spirit something different is going to happen. That's why I told my wife, we're going to cut the broadcast right before I'm finished. We're, we're just going to do something different. I believe the Holy Ghost is going to do something unique, different. It's going to be like a different touch. Amen. You just know when the Holy Ghost touches you, it's going to be something different. That's what I said. I said, Lord, do something different. Do something different. Hallelujah. Just like the worship every night was different. And we can't, we can't, you know, Pastor James always says, well, it wasn't as good as the first Sunday we did it. You know why? It'll never be like that. He's going to give us something better. He's going to give us something, give us something new. Hallelujah. God works with new things. Hallelujah. The greatest tragedy in life is not death, but it's life without purpose. Everybody here has purpose. Hallelujah. Say that, say that out loud. I have purpose. Hallelujah. And if you don't know what you're called to do, tonight may the Holy Ghost speak to you divinely and whisper in your ear to do what you're called to do. You won't, you won't miss it in Jesus' name. I said you won't miss it in Jesus, but you will run with the fire. You will run with the vision. You will run after souls, after God's plan for your life. Hallelujah. Everybody here has purpose. And if someone says you have no purpose, I got news for you. They're the devil. They're, I'm telling you, they're just, they're just the devil. Pray for them. Because that's just like somebody, that's just like the enemy to try to come and persuade you. To say, hey, no, that doesn't work like that. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's do this real quick. Let's turn to, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. Amen. <laughs> so if it comes a little passionate. I, I heard a new... A new one for Amplified, but I won't say it. <laughs> uh, come find me after church. <laughs> uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. If you're following along, taking notes. Am I walking really quick? Am I doing, am I doing good? Am I uh, way too much? Okay, I'm getting people dizzy here. Pastor Kathy's like, oh, we're going to bring out the table for you. I said, no, everyone makes fun of me because of my table. <laughs> Amen. It's okay to laugh, too, during church. Just saying, it's okay to laugh. We had some good, we had some good great men of God, and we laughed. Hallelujah. Let's keep laughing. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I could say something, but I won't. <laughs> Amen. Um, praise the Lord. Philippians 3, chapter 3, verse 12. This is a... a this is powerful. I admit that I haven't yet. Let's just say this. This is from, just say this out loud. This is for me. This, this verse right here is for me. Amen. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. But I run. Someone say, I run. I run. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. 
but I will run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold for me to make me his own. I don't depend on my own strength. Come on. I don't depend on my own strength. I don't depend on my own strength. Let's say that together. I don't depend on my own strength. Anybody, you know, it's, it's during these 50 days, our bodies are getting tired. But I don't depend on my own strength. I'm dependent on the grace of God. I'm dependent on his anointing. Come on, somebody. I'm depending on his anointing to carry me, to fill me, to show me something new. I, I, I put a demand on his anointing. Hallelujah. I can't rely on my own strength. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling force. I forget the past. Hallelujah. As I fasten my heart to my future. Come on, y'all. He says, I forget. The only thing I do do is I forget my past. Some of you all just got to forget your past. And don't worry about what's behind you. Come on. You, don't, you can't look what behind you because then you'll always be going backwards. You'll always be in the rearview mirror looking, oh, that, that, that thing was a stumbling block. It's still a stumbling block. You won't grow. You won't grow. Who wants to grow here? Stop looking in your past. Come on. God sets you free from that. God's delivered you from that. Give him the glory. Give him the honor for it. Don't stay there. It's so easy to get stuck back in your past. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I didn't even finish the scripture yet. <laughs> Where am I? I run straight for divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus Christ. Through the anointing. Through the anointing. I said through the anointing. That means I need God's anointing. Get God's anointing. Everything you do, before you do it, get God's anointing. So once you have his anointing, you can run with strength. You can run with victory. You can be sure without a shadow of a doubt. Any weapon that comes against you, you're going to go through it. Hallelujah. You're not going around it. You're going through it. You're going through it. You're going to be victorious in all you do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Never get to a place where you feel you arrived. Never stop running after the things of God. Never become like furniture. Never, to, never become like furniture. Never just sit there and be dull. Just check things off. Imagine if we were just like this furniture. We wouldn't grow. We'd be used. And after a while, someone comes and just replaces you. Make a difference. Make an impact. Make sure people know you at work. You should be known for a Holy Ghost, tongue-talking man and woman of God. They should know you as dangerous. They should know you, that's the guy I go to when there's trouble. Because when he prays, when he prays, things happen. Hallelujah. That's a, that's a man of God. You can look at it in his eyes. Their eyes glow. That's a woman of God. People just know you. You just got scripture pouring out of you. You're not standing, waiting online. You're actually going for it. You're doing the work. You're dependable. People can count on you. You're the first one. Whenever there's a need to arrive, you're there to, hey, I got the answer. Here it is. I got the blessing. I got that checkbook for you. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You don't come at things that, with a, a weak mentality. Oh, it's going to be hard to do. But, you know, maybe we could somehow figure out a plan. No, you are the plan. You are the solution. God's anointed you to do that work. God's called you to do that work. Let every man be a liar and God the truth. Come on, somebody. Come on. Let every man be a liar. Oh, Brother Ross, I'm sorry. You can't do it. You're, you're getting too old. <sighs> Pastor Ross, old? Come on. People look at you differently through the anointing. I want you to get one point. If you, if you leave here tonight with only one point, it's get the anointing. So how do I get to the anointing? By pressing in, by staying hungry, by staying thirsty. Say, Lord, I don't want you to be disappointed in me. I just don't want to be furniture. I want more. I'm going after you. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep pursuing you. I'm going to win souls. Even though my flesh may not like it, it's, it's okay. My flesh will get over it. And you're going to run. You're going to run. You're not remembering those people that maybe you, you tried to soul win and you failed and, oh, they just looked at you funny. And you don't remember your past experience. You grow from your past experience and you move forward. You don't make the same mistakes twice. You move forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Point number two, cultivate patience. Cultivate patience. I was talking to a few people about patience. And patience, you can't pray for patience. You got to cultivate patience. You got to be like a farmer. <laughs> Pastor James grew up on a farm. <laughs> a hero is very laid back. <laughs> Let's turn to uh, Galatians 5.22. Y'all getting something today? This is different, right? This is different. Hallelujah. Get the anointing. Run with the anointing. My God, I feel the anointing. <laughs> you know, that's just like the Holy Ghost. You, talk, you start talking about the Holy Ghost. You start talking about principles of the Holy Ghost. And if you ever wanted somebody to come to your house, come to, your, to, to a party, you just keep saying, oh, keep coming, keep coming, come. And when that person shows up, hallelujah, <laughs> when, the, when the Holy Ghost shows up, people know. Praise God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the Holy Spirit. Mm. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. If you're taking notes, this is, this is where you want to start. This is, this is evident. This is fruit of the Holy Ghost. So people say, oh, I'm baptized. I know the Holy Ghost. Then they should have, they should have these fruits. Amen? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That, those are fruits of the Holy Spirit. So check this out. The devil, he's got no Holy Ghost. So after a while, you just feel like you keep coming up with the same thing. And during this time, you keep coming with the same thing, the same thing over and over and over again. After a while, you just stand strong. You let patience have its perfect work in you. And that devil has to go. 
because he has no, he can't cultivate patience. You know that? The devil can't cultivate patience. He can't cultivate joy. He can't cultivate self-control. He can't cultivate faithfulness. He can't cultivate any of that because he does not have that. He does not have the Holy Ghost. So when life keeps coming at you, you know, and, and you would think, oh, Pastor Mike, Pastor James, Pastor Kathy, Pastor Sarah, Pastor Ross, you must have an easy life. No, we don't have an easy life. We know what the Word says. We take our battles, we take our, our fights, and we have victorious fights. We have victorious life because we're cultivating impatience. We're cultivating in faithfulness. We're cultivating in the Word of God. We're speaking the Word. We're doing the Word. We're acting on the Word. That's why, we, that's why we'll never get stuck. We'll never get in the stalemate. We'll never, we'll never lose sight of the vision. We'll never get dull. We'll, we'll never, because I'm cultivating patience in myself, in my life. With everything I do, I'm cultivating patience. Hallelujah. Say this. I'm going to cultivate patience. Now, who really means that? Raise your hand. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but you know why that's so, that's so important? Because you will, you will see. You will, you will see. And some of you have already seen it. It's just the same attack over and over again. The same, the same attack over and over. It's the same thing. It happened again. You know why? Because that's the, that's the only avenue the devil has to attack you in. That's the only avenue the devil has to attack you in. And once you just build that up, you know, a good teacher will show you your weakness. A good teacher will show you your weakness. And as the teacher shows you your weakness, you get to grow in that weak area that you become strong. So now when that thing comes against you, it has no power. Because the teacher, God, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. And if you allow him to go, go and teach you things, he will, he will impart to you by the Spirit. He will impart to you. And you'll, you'll get nuggets and wisdom. And, and, and I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's why it's so important to, to, to pray in tongues. Build your spirit, man. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost, for patience. I'm cultivating patience. I'm cultivating joy. I don't even want to start talking about joy. If I start talking about joy, forget about it. It's going to be, it's going to be a long night. But joy comes, comes as a gift of the Holy Ghost. You know why you need joy? Joy and patience work hand in hand because it's, you're going to build up so much pressure. You're going to explode with laughter. You need to laugh. You need the, the Bible says joy of the Lord is your strength. So that's why you just let it bubble up. You just let it bubble up. You just let the joy, the Holy Ghost, fill you and bubble. You, some of you need to lay hands on yourself and say, Holy Ghost, fill me with joy. I need joy. I need to laugh. I got no business crying anymore. I need to laugh. I need to laugh uncontrollably. I, I, need, I need to get plugged in. I need that running river running through me. Hallelujah. You need that joy. Joy's not even in my notes. My notes. I can't even speak. My notes. But we need joy. Hallelujah. I heard someone say, you know, oh, if you really want to laugh, just look yourself in the mirror. And you start to laugh. It's like, well, whatever, do whatever it takes. In school, you know what they did? That, let's actually do this now. Let's see if it works. I know it will work. Put your hand, everyone put your hand in your belly. <laughs> get, get ready for this. Get ready for this. You're all ready for this? You know what? Let's, let's cut the broadcast right now because I got another point. Then we're going to pray. So everyone just turn and wave. Bye, everybody. Tell them to come here. Y'all watching. Thank you for sowing. Thank you for giving. Thank you for being a part of this. Get here. Get here and be a part of what the Holy Ghost is doing here. 
If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.